Today's show topic is about B12, and you probably heard it can help increase your energy if you're low on B12, help prevent dementia in older adults, and help prevent neurological problems in children. But did you actually know it can help heal canker sores? Crazy, right? There's so many things this vitamin does, and that's the reason why we're going to do a quick deep dive into what everybody should know about the vitamin B12. Hello, and welcome to the Beans and Greens podcast. I'm your host, Ugo Eze, and today, as mentioned previously, we're going to talk about B12. And we're going to do this in five steps. We're going to talk about what B12 is, why we need it, what happens when we go without it, who is most at risk of being deficient, and how to get it. So let's dive in. What is B12? B12 is a bacteria that is made by microbes that is found in nature. And that's how we used to get it naturally in nature. However, most of us are living in concrete jungles now where our waters and veggies are sanitized, which is a good thing so we don't get sick with all the bad microbes. However, it doesn't allow us to get B12 the way we used to. The reason why we need B12 is because it helps us with so many functions within the body. But here are four things that I want to point out helps produce and maintain energy levels, breaks down amino acids and fatty acids that support the metabolisms, helps maintain your brain function and nerve cells, supports our reproductive systems. So all those people that are trying to have kids, you gotta make sure you have a constant supply of B12 and is needed to produce and is needed to produce our red blood cells, nerves, DNA, cell repair. We're talking about the whole shebang right here. So in all essence, B12 is key to life. So we've talked about what B12 is and the reasons that we need B12, but what happens when we go without B12? Well, I'm gonna read off symptoms of B12 deficiency that are listed on Harvard's health website that could be happening to you or somebody that you know. So they mentioned that if you have numbness in your body, your joints or your spine, that could be a symptom of B12. If you're having trouble walking, another symptom, if you're feeling weak and you're having tingling sensations within your body, another symptom. If you're having trouble thinking throughout the day, this is definitely something that you should definitely look into. And then being tired. I put this last because I want to emphasize if you're tired because you're not sleeping, that's another thing. But if you're sleeping all the time and you're getting your six or seven, eight hours of sleep within that circadian rhythm time and you're still feeling tired, you might want to look into if your B12 levels are low. So when it comes down to who was most at risk of being deficient of B12, you might have guessed it was vegans and vegetarians. And you'd be correct. In the study published in 2013 that's available on PubMed, it states that, and I quote, high rates of deficiency were reported among vegans compared with vegetarians and among individuals who had adhered to a vegetarian diet since birth compared with those who had adopted such a diet later in life. The main finding of this review is that vegetarians develop B12 deficiency regardless of demographic, characteristics, place of residency, age, and type of vegetarian diet. Vegetarians, and actually everyone, should take preventative measures to ensure adequate intake of this vitamin. And this is the reason why so many plant-based and vegan doctors advocate for people to take a B12 supplement. 
So we know that vegans and vegetarians need to be on a B12 supplement. But what if I told you that even if you have a constant supply of meat in your diet, that your chances of not being B12 deficient are only slightly better? In 2000, a study came out of Framingham, Massachusetts, stating that 39% of people had low levels of B12, regardless of diet. The study also pointed out, and I quote, one in six meat eaters between the ages of 26 and 83 were B12 deficient. Not only that, but the folks with the highest B12 levels weren't the ones eating the most animal products. It was the ones that were taking supplements and eating the most fortified breakfast cereal. And with this information, you may be wondering where your B12 levels are. And the way to find this out is through a blood test so that there is no guesswork and you can properly position yourself to figure out if you need to be taking a supplement daily, weekly, or monthly as directed by your doctor. And on to the last step which is how we should be taking B12. So Dr. Michael Greger mentioned in his B12 video that will be in the show notes below that everybody should be taking at least 2,500 micrograms of B12 a week or 250 micrograms of B12 a day. And unless you're a smoker or have kidney issues, the form of B12 that you should be consuming is cyanocobalamin. And the reason why he points this specific form of B12 is that it's actually been shown in the published studies that it can reverse B12 deficiency, while the other forms haven't shown this yet. Also, one should not rely on spirulina, blue-green algae, corella, and seaweed as a B12 source. And the reason is, is that these do provide B12, but they provide B12 analog, which is different from the B12 that is readily used within our body. And one last thing, if you take B12 as part of a multivitamin, you should probably take B12 or B-complex by itself. And the reason is, is that B12 in a multivitamin with minerals could cause that B12 to convert to B12 analog. And just quickly, I take B12 in three different supplement forms. I have a B-complex. I also take it in a liquid form. And then I also have a, another B12 form uh, that's hydroxycobalamin that I, that I utilize. And um, I've found that hydroxycobalamin works really well with my body. So that's the form that I um, that I use on the most constant basis. So just to conclude, we've gone over what B12 is. It's a vitamin made by microbes. Uh, how B12 is essential within our body. It pretty much helps and supports everything, <laughs> everything within our body. It's key to life. Without B12, we can be very tired, very weak. It can lead to heart, spine, a, a lot of bodily issues. Who's at risk of being most efficient? Obviously, it's a vegans and vegetarians, but as you've seen, as the studies pointed out, meat eaters can are also likely to be efficient in B12 unless you're eating plenty of fortified foods. And as far as the type of B12 majority, majority of people should be taking, it's cyanocobalamin unless you have kidney problems and you should probably be taking 2,500 micrograms of B12 a week. And that pretty much wraps up our show. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, you are what you eat.